0: Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. This is The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We are here every week to talk about your home. Whether you're in the real estate market or if you're looking for tips on seasonal maintenance or smart upgrades for your home, this is the place to be. Our show comes to you with the support of our show partners Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, Carrie Augustini, insurance manager, Westland Insurance, operating as Island Savings Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Shoreline Building Inspections with principals Reese Jacob and Monica Gass. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give the Whole Home Show team members a call. They'd love to hear from you. You can find their contact information by going to cfax1070.com, look on their shows. There you'll find us, the Whole Home Show, with me, Tony Joe, and all their contact information is there. Uh, If you do need help, In your real estate transaction, uh, as far as buying or selling real estate, I can help you as well, too. I've been around here for a long time, born and raised Victorian, been selling real estate for over 28 years. I have seen everything, including this week. Got to tell you, some really interesting things uh, happened this week. Maybe if we have time today, we'll have a chance to, uh, to mention it. You can find me, my team's homepage, the Prime Real Estate Team, primeteam.ca. I'd be happy to hear from you. We're talking about windows, doors, garage doors, and gates today. Our guests are Terry Adamson, Technical Director with West Tech Windows, and Cam McCulloch from Tedford Overhead Doors and Gates. We'll be... Speaking with him in just a moment, but we always start with our weekly listener question. So if you have a question or curiosity about real estate or have a great story to tell us, there's been some great stories here, give us a call. Our hotline number is 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. Or again, find us online, cfax1070.com, and we'll discuss it on the air. Received an email from JT427. don't have a name. Uh... So we'll just call you JT, I guess. Uh, His, or JT's, I don't know if it's a he or she. I guess we would find out later. Uh, The message read, What happens when I take an offer? Can I take other offers afterwards? How does it work? If we take the offer and another better one comes, can we drop the offer to go with a better one? Just wondering about the rules. Great question, JT. So, um, let's just go through this process here. What you're saying is you have an offer coming in on your property, and you decide to take it. So, if you do, presumably you've done some negotiation, you've gone back and forth a little bit. Both you and your buyer reach a mutual decision, so you've decided on all the facts and features of a contract... And then you have what's called an accepted offer. So the deal is in place. Now, your concern is what happens if, for instance, the next day, somebody else comes by and says, oh, I looked at the house a couple of days ago. Here's my offer. And what can you do? Well, you can, of course, look at other offers. In fact, you can accept other offers. But you can only accept other offers under the premise of them being a backup offer. So it would have to be noted in the second offer subject to the seller ceasing to be obligated under a previously accepted contract to purchase and sale dated whenever you did. Uh, Now, the reason for that is you cannot accept two offers. If you accepted two offers from two different parties, you're going to find yourself in a load of trouble. Uh, You'll get sued because then you would if you would have accidentally committed yourself to two parties, both parties will say, hey. Uh, I want the house. I have an agreement. I don't care about the fact that you were in conversations with the second party. Uh, If I don't get the house, then it's a frustration of the contract on your part. Uh, So guess what? You get your day in court. That's never a lot of fun. So uh, you do need to make sure that the second offer is conditional upon the collapse of the first offer. Now, the other thing that you mentioned here is what happens if the second one is better? Because, you know, we see that every once in a while. By the way, it's rare. It's super rare. Very, very rare. In fact, having an offer after acceptance is a rare uh, scenario as well too. I'm going to talk about that in a second as well. But if the second offer is a higher price, can you get out of the first accepted offer? And the answer is no. You think about it, put your um, put your buyer hat on. So you're a seller right now, you're selling your house, you're asking this question. Think about it when you become a buyer and you go and you start looking at houses, you find a house you like, you decide to write an offer, you have this, that seller accept your offer, Do you want them to have the ability or opportunity to ditch you for a better deal? And your answer is there is going to be no. This is the whole reason to having legal contracts in place. When a seller commits to you as a buyer, you are committed until such time as you have satisfied your conditions. Uh, presumably an offer that you would have accepted would have subject to financing, building inspection, title search, uh, any of those things there. That is the buyer's way of backing out at the last minute. If you have that backup offer in place and the first offer collapses because of, say, I don't know, the buyer can't get their financing, then boom, the second party uh, steps in, everything's great, you're happy. If that second offer was a higher dollar, then even better for you. You know you're doing better than you would have the first time but you just need to know the risk and uh, what I was referencing a moment ago is your agent has to be able to give you an indication of the strength of the, the, first of all, the first offer, and also, too, are there other people hovering about? Are there other people that have seen the house recently? Uh, Has the agent reached out and notified all of the recent showings that the first offer was incoming, giving other parties the opportunity to come to the table also? That's, by the way, how many multiple offers happen. It's not because people just happen to jam in all at the same time. It's because the agent is doing their job and reaching out to tell the other people who had a look at the house, hey, somebody wants to buy it, you better jump in quick. That is one of the reasons why we're around, by the way. Uh, Our job is to, when we're working for the seller, try to get the seller the best result. And one of the ways of doing that, of course, is by creating these multiple offer situations. Now, I know you hate that when it happens when you're the buyer, but I'll tell you, when you're the seller, it is an awfully nice position to be in. So let's just rewind and go back to JT's question. Can you accept other offers afterwards? Yes, you can, but only in backup position. Uh, if the if another better offer comes, can you drop the first offer? No, you can't if you have an accepted offer in place. I guess in that case, you just gotta cross your fingers and hope that the first uh, deal dies so the second one can come in. But hey, as I mentioned, very rarely is a second one better. In fact, quite often, uh, it is worse. So. Um, things to think about, but it is a great question, JT. for anyone else, if you've got something that you want us to talk about here on the show, on The Whole Home Show, just give us a call, 250-414-6540, or go online, cfax1070.com. Oh, as a reminder, if you're a podcast listener, you can find us online, uh, The Whole Home Show, on iTunes or Google Play. A lot of people are downloading our programs. We are at 134 shows now, so there's a lot of content there, including what we'll be talking about today, uh, oh, and one last thing before I introduce our guest, just after the break here. Uh, as a reminder, we have our next buyer seminar. It's what you need to know. What you need to know about buying a home is being put on by the team here at the Whole Home Show. Myself. Uh, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group. Carrie Augustini, insurance manager with Westland Insurance. The Sitka Law Group, and also Shoreline Building Inspections. They're all going to be there uh, to tell you every answer every question. You have about the buying process, maybe even bring up ones that you didn't even know you had questions about. It's going to be Saturday, November the 16th, Saturday, November the 16th, from 11 o'clock to 1 o'clock. It is a free event. There's no cost. My goodness, the the value that you're going to get just by being there um, is going to be amazing. We've done these before. Um, this one here, again, is going to be November 16th. You can sign up by visiting the CFAX 1070 website. Again, look under Shows. Under the whole home show, you will see the link. It's an Eventbrite link. You can just sign up. If you are on Eventbrite, you can also search November 16th for the date. It's an open uh, invitation. Please come. Please tell your friends. Oh, my goodness. I mean, there's so much great stuff. I'll be talking about market timing. Uh, Great times to buy, great times to consider maybe not buying. We have a conversation about uh, market values and why Victoria is the way it is, why it's pricey. Uh, Love, of course, hearing about the mortgage rules from Denise, uh, Carrie Augustini. I had no idea there was so much to talk about with home insurance, but it's something you're going to need to know when you're buying a home. And, of course, there's legal aspects with Grapreet and uh, building inspections, some horror stories. By the way, uh, Reese and Monica are bringing some of their worst horror stories uh, for building inspections. you got to make it. It's going to be great. November the 16th. See you all there. Sign up on our page. We're going to take a quick break now, but when we come back, we're talking about windows, doors, garage doors, gates, and the watchword of the day is fenestration. Do you even know what that is? We're going to learn. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. This is The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our guest right now is Cam McCulloch. Cam is the VP of Sales and Operations with Tedford Overhead Doors and Gates. Cam, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Uh, let's talk about Tedford. Tedford is a local company. started in
1: 1983, right? 1983, yes, so 35-plus years now in business, and... Yeah, still going.
0: So, you know, we go to uh, either new houses, even renovated houses. We're seeing these beautiful garage doors nowadays. I mean, This is an area that you guys uh, specialize in. Um, I think for some people, it's often an overlooked aspect as well, because I'm still seeing a lot of old garage doors out there.
1: Yeah, there are. And uh, a lot of our business is new construction, but a lot of it is retrofitting older homes. Um you know, and there are still a lot out there that need to be replaced.
0: Now, so I'll tell the story I am a client of your guys's. Yes. So um, uh, I changed my doors years ago now. Maybe it's 10 years ago. Um, I have a 1980s house. It had two wood doors. And uh, so the first thing is they need maintenance because I hadn't painted them for a while. They weren't looking good. But the other thing, too, is the thermal... Aspects because the garage was freezing cold in the cold weather and very hot in the, the summertime, too, right?
1: Yeah, exactly what what we're seeing a lot is when people are replacing their old wooden or metal overhead doors they are going to insulated metal doors and you know, maybe with some windows or maybe not and you can get our values insulation values upwards of 20 for a residential garage door and as opposed to what for like an old... Uh, zero. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yes. so 20 times better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah. got big air gaps all the way around the old doors, uh, the, the wind, the weather, the rats, the mice come in, yeah. and with a you know retrofit from us, you could get your garage door sealed up, assuming that your concrete is fairly level still, yeah. but we have solutions for that as well, so uh, everything gets sealed up, and uh, nice and warm and cozy in the winter, and Cooler in the summer. Well, and, and again, people forget about it because it's the garage. I yeah. mean, let's face it, a lot of people use the garage for storage. Yeah, it's a bit of an afterthought, but it's one of the largest walls on the exterior of your home. Yeah. Uh, so why forget about it? it? It should be a focal point like the front door. Yeah. And with all the great products that we have, uh, you can make an entrance. Well, it's amazing
0: nowadays the, the styles and designs, you know, uh, because there weren't a lot of choices 20 no. years ago.
1: No, so 20 years ago was when I was getting into the business, and we had about two or three different designs available <laughs> yeah. with metal insulated doors at the time. And, and quite often, we were still installing the old wood doors. Yeah. And nowadays, uh, well, the sky's the limit. You've, you've got probably 50 plus designs in our residential catalog. And they all have their own you know different sets of windows, different sets of colors, handles you know, hardware. The raised panels, whatever, things like that. Raised panel, flat panel, flush, modern, you know, lots of different styles to choose from, but we're here to help you guys with that. So
0: The sky's the limit.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh,
0: Again, just talking about my own garage, I have, so my home office is the room above the garage. Yeah. And again, you know, people forget about the fact that, you know, if you have a cold garage underneath, it affects the room that's above it, right?
1: It does. You know, pairing a new garage door with proper insulation in the garage it really helps the efficiency of your home. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, you know, a garage door is one thing. If the walls are not insulated, that's another thing. You know, that's another contractor that you'd want to look out to. But uh, doing the garage door can help immensely.
0: Well, and the other thing that I had is I had the circa 1981 opener, the openers. (laughs) And uh, wow, technology has changed with those devices.
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, the, the garage door openers of the past a, they were not up to today's safety standards, uh, so they didn't have the safety photocells, and they don't have the uh, safety mechanism built into the unit to stop it if it ever actually hits something. Well, so let's talk about that for a sec,
0: yeah. Because that is, you know, you talk about kids. Yeah. Like if they if a little one is close to a door, today's
1: devices they they stop. They're they're very safe, of yep. course. If they if they pass through the opening, the door won't even hit the child before it you know, it goes back like the up. The sensors. The sensors, the yeah. safety sensors. And uh also is a built-in uh stop in the garage door that if it came down and it hit, you know, God forbid a child, but uh even, you know, heaven forbid a car, yeah. it will stop and go back up with very little pressure. Yes. Because these doors are heavy, actually. They can be quite heavy. Yeah. 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 So...
0: Uh, the other thing, uh, when we're looking at the garage door openers, is the sound because the they were chain before, right?
1: Yeah. So all of the garage door openers, circa you know mid 1970s and into the 80s and even into the beginning of the 90s, they were all chain driven. Yeah. And they sounded like you know thunder and lightning was coming through your house when you open and close them. Yeah. Uh, nowadays they're all DC operated, uh, smooth operation, belt driven. Uh, the belt drive. You know, the best-selling one that we have comes with a battery backup. So in the event of a power outage, things are still working for you, Mm -hmm. uh, which is great. Yeah. Uh,
0: Not only that, uh, I got to say, I am loving the Wi-Fi aspect of the opener.
1: Yeah. If you're tech savvy, all of our garage door openers have built-in Wi-Fi. You can download the uh, application from the manufacturer. It's a free application. You can open and close your door from wherever you are. In the world, yep. if you're connected, and you can also just see if you've uh, closed the garage door. If you think, left the door open, yeah. yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. It's not about, you know, playing a trick on your spouse, yeah. uh, opening <laughs> and closing the door randomly throughout the day. Yeah. It's, you know, being a busy family, uh, as I'm sure you are, and, and I know myself, you can check to see if you actually close the garage door.
0: Well, here's the thing that I love about it. So I have, I have a little weekend car. I get like the weekend car that never comes, you know, it's only out in the summertime and all that stuff. Uh, It's an older car, so it doesn't have uh, Homelink or whatever. That's right. Right? So I can't program that. Um, The top comes off, so I don't feel like putting the remote on the visor like most people do. Right? I love having the app because uh, I can just open the garage door from the car, in the driveway, by the way, so I'm stopped.
1: Yes. um, Using the app, and boom, there we are. Yeah. No, it's a fantastic feature, and it's not for everybody. Some people want less apps, but <sighs> yeah. you know what? For uh, a lot of uh, tech-savvy individuals, that's the way to go.
0: Yeah. The, actually, the other thing, and I've done this before, maybe this is not a good idea. I'm sure our friends in the police department might say it, you know, maybe not a good thing. But I had uh, I was out of town once, and I had to get a friend of mine pick something up from the garage. Um, and instead of giving him a key or anything, he just texted me when he was at the house. I used the app, opened the garage door. Uh, he picked it up, left, and I closed it. Boom. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and we're even getting into now where you know the delivery driver from FedEx mm. uh, calls you when they're at the house. They can actually place the parcel inside the secure garage, and then you of course can close the garage door down.
0: As so, well. did you say all of the ones you handle have them? Uh- they're
1: all built in now. Oh, wow. yeah. So, I mean, uh, ninety to ninety-five percent of the residential garage door openers have that feature built into it. Uh, most of our clients. Uh, would have that on their new garage door opener, anything within the last five years. Yeah, they're, they're would the have access to it. Yeah, for cast sure.
0: Um, so, where are so Clopay is
1: one of the uh, manufacturers that you that you work with. The, the, they're yeah, Clopay is a fantastic company. They're North America's largest manufacturer of overhead garage doors, both commercial and residential. Um, you know, when Clopay makes changes to their lineup, other dealerships and other manufacturers take notice mm-hmm. and they kind of follow suit. Um, you know, they're the industry leaders. We partnered with them about 15 years ago and it's been a fantastic partnership. Uh, they really take care of us. You um, know we have very few problems with their garage doors. You know, back when insulated metal doors were coming onto the scene, uh, we were having other manufacturers that had problems with uh, you know, paint. They had problems with yeah, uh, like paint sticking to them. Things yeah, like that. Uh, just just even the paint fading and flaking, so on and so forth. Just different uh, you know processes that Clopay uses. You get a sound garage door that will last for you know for a long, long time. So uh, we love the partnership with Clopay. Uh, they're based out of Ohio. Uh, we get our product from them once a week. We go over to Vancouver and pick up mm-hmm. uh, garage doors. So they're manufactured
0: in Ohio, or
1: Manufactured in Ohio yeah. and trucked up through to Edmonton and then through to Vancouver weekly.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, a big truck comes up with a bunch of garage doors, and a bunch of our garage doors are on that truck. So
0: perfect. Well, hey, listen, we need to take a, b- a quick break. When we come back, we'll
1: continue our conversation, but let our listeners know where your uh, showroom is. So, our showroom currently is at uh, unit number one, 755 Van Allman Avenue. Uh, We're right next door to the Red Barn Market. We've been there for about uh, 25 years. Yeah, And we have a new showroom opening up in Langford uh, on Lee Road. Oh, wow. Um, There's a new uh, commercial uh, building next to the ambulance station that was built, and that will be open, we're hoping, uh, January 1st. Fantastic. Yeah.
0: Great. Well, we're talking uh, garage doors. There's more to talk about as well, too, with Cam McCulloch. We'll be back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, Carrie Augustini, insurance manager, Westland Insurance, operating as Island Savings Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wells and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and shoreline building inspections with principals principals Reese Jacob and Monica Gass. Be sure to give these guys a call if you need some help in your real estate transaction. They would love to hear from you. By the way, you will see all of them, including myself, the team at the whole home show here from CFAX 1070 at our Home Buyer Seminars. Everything you need to know about buying a home happening on Saturday, November the 16th, Saturday, November 16th from 11 o'clock to 1 o'clock. It is free. There is no cost to this event. You are welcome to come bring a friend. By the way, we're not selling you anything. There's no sales, pitches, or anything like that. We're all just there to educate anybody in the buying process because there's a lot to know. You think about all of the mental brain power of the people who will be at that event. It is just amazing and they'll answer any question you have. So be sure to sign up, visit the Cfax 1070 website, look under shows, you'll find us the whole home show with me, Tony Joe, and the Event Bright link is right there or you can just go to Eventbrite in Victoria and look for events for November the 16th. You'll find us there. Uh, also as a reminder, We do podcast our episodes, so if you are a podcast listener, go to iTunes or Google Play, and you can download all of our episodes. We're talking today about windows, doors, garage doors, gates. Uh, In a moment, we're going to have Terry Adamson from uh, West Tech Windows, but we're just continuing our conversation right now with Cam McCulloch. He is the VP of Sales and Operations At locally locally owned, sorry, Tedford Overhead Doors uh, and Gates. So, Cam, before the break, we were talking about um, uh, Clopay, the manufacturer. You guys pick up doors uh, all the time. Great to hear you got another um, showroom opening, too.
1: Yeah, we uh, uh, picked up a location out in Langford. And uh, obviously, as everybody knows, Langford has been a booming market for the last 10, 15 years. And there's more to come. And we've been a big part of that. And... uh, we would like to have a location out there as a showroom. We're also bursting at the seams at our current location for office. And uh, so we've got about five staff that will move over to the Langford location. We have some offices upstairs. And so they'll be able to conduct business out of that location as well.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, So one of the other things that I think is really important for listeners to know is apart from selling and installing doors, you guys also do maintenance.
1: Yes, yeah, so uh, we, we maintain everything that we sell. Uh, we recommend servicing your garage door annually. Mm-hmm. Uh, not everybody does it annually. You're not the only one. Yeah. Um, but we do recommend it ma- an- annually. We do know the benefits of servicing a garage door annually. It may not seem like much when we're there, uh, but really it prolongs the life of all the goods that we've installed for you. And as well, it makes sure that your garage door is operating safely. Uh, to make sure that because you know, the doors are need fine. adjustment
0: sometime right
1: they do yeah. yeah the the torsion springs need adjustment the hinges need tightening uh, the rollers can need lubricating the hinges can need lubricating uh, all the moving parts really uh, the belt can need tightening the chain if you still got a chain door mm-hmm. opener it can need tightening and we check all the safeties out so that's that's the biggest thing is making sure that it's still operating safely. Yeah and especially you know what
0: those those uh, sensors they get knocked off every once in a while. Yeah. Um, I, I know for one, so I, I believe in regular maintenance. I mean, one of the things that, that, uh, other people complain about is their squeaky door, like things Mm -hmm. start getting, well, just get you guys over. Yeah. Check it out. Right.
1: I I personally, you know, lubricate and check my door every six months. You know, I'm a busy, uh, dad and, you know, three kids at home, but it's, we use our doors every day. It's very important to me that they're working properly. I haven't had to do a lot to them in the last nine years since they were installed, but ultimately it's just. You know, peace of mind to know that they're working well. Check the batteries once a year. Yeah, Make sure that everything is working well so that we don't get left outside. For
0: sure, for sure. And we we espouse this to all of our listeners. Uh, you guys should create a maintenance list of your house. You know, drain tile cleaning, you know, getting the furnace checked, work, and all that. Add the garage door uh, to that as well, too. And, yes. And I, I, I do have to say this is a selling pitch for you uh, right now. Uh, one of the biggest upgrades you can have is getting rid of that old garage door opener mm-hmm. and going with a new one. Man, the difference is, uh, if, and it's not super expensive.
1: No, really, you can get a top-of-the-line, belt-driven uh, garage door opener for roughly 550 to $600 installed. Yep. And, yeah, it's a fantastic upgrade to your current garage door. You get all those fancy features that Tony loves to use. Yep, and, Wi-Fi. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, the Wi-Fi is all built in. Uh, you know, the motor itself has got a lifetime warranty on it. The parts have got a five-year parts warranty. Uh, we've been putting this style of motor in for roughly 10 to 15 years, and we have never had to replace any of them. So does, they've yeah. been a reliable unit for us, for sure.
0: Well, one thing I almost forgot to, to, to bring up, because, of course, the name is Tedford Overhead Doors and Gates.
1: You guys yes. do gates, too. Yeah, we do driveway gates. We also do a lot of commercial entry gates for, uh, you know, Industrial businesses. Industrial businesses and, you know. And we're talking gates that, like, uh, they open. like Yeah, so automatically open, uh, you know, secure your property, uh, keep the deer out. That's the biggest one in Victoria is, you know, keeping those pesky deer away from your gardens. And, yes, automating it so you can use the same remote that you'd use for your garage door opener and just touch a different button and that opens your gate and it'll automatically close behind you. Amazing. Amazing. So, again, if people need to find you, uh, Cam? Uh, yes, they can They can reach myself, cam, at tedforddoors.com. Yep. Uh, or you can reach us by phone at 250-727-6811.
0: And, yeah. Fantastic. Well, thanks for coming. Thanks for uh, having me. You guys are great. I've, I've been very happy. Appreciate it. I can't remember how I was introduced, but, uh, man, you guys have been back and forth. We appreciate I've, all the support. Thank you. Thank you. Um, moving onwards now, we have our window expert in the studio. Um, now, we're going to talk about this word fenestration because we need to learn about this. But right now we have with us Terry Adamson. He's the technical director with West Tech Windows, and he's also the president of Fenestration
2: Canada, right? Correct.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming, Terry.
2: Tony, thanks for inviting me. Happy to be here.
0: Yeah, well, we're going to talk all about windows and doors maybe after the break, but what the heck is Fenestration.
2: Well, you just said it. Fenestration is simply the word that describes windows and doors and okay. skylights. Okay. So that's fenestration.
0: Okay. Um, isn't Isn't there some sort of uh, rating? Like aren't, aren't doors and windows, do they have like a fenestration rating or something?
2: Yeah, windows and doors and skylights actually have to be tested for air-water structural performance in a lab uh, under some pretty uh, extreme conditions uh, for wind loading, snow loading, water penetration, air leakage. So, yeah. Uh, currently, right now, we're under a program called NAFs, which is the North American Fenestration Standard, uh, version uh, 2008 and 2011, and that's uh, that's what dictates and provides the rules for the testing you need to do. Wow,
0: and, and just like the garage door Uh, story there, things have changed. I mean, we look at houses that are 1950s, 1960s. They're still running on their old patio
2: doors.
0: uh, And man, things have changed since then, eh?
2: Yeah, windows and doors have come a long way uh, in the last 20, 30 years. Um, And they've they've come a long
0: way, not just in style, uh, but in technology, right?
2: Performance right now is is everything uh, with windows and doors. Um, You know, there's lots of programs going on right now uh, for energy efficiency improvements, uh, the Clean BC program, uh, you know, Intercan, pushing better performance. So, yeah, if you if you talk about product from the early 80s and product today, the thermal performance is is night and day. You know, the, the options are endless. You can get, uh, you know, performance that's 10 times, 100 times better than what you saw in the early 80s. Yeah, it's amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and along with that, the choice of products, just like we were talking about with garage doors, I mean— There's so many choices for people now,
2: right? Yeah, absolutely. Again, you know, you go back 30 years and it was, you know, a slider window, aluminum, a patio door if you were lucky, and and a swing door, entry door. You know, now there's folding door systems, there's casement windows, there's tilt-and-turn window systems, you know, in all kinds of different substrates, PVC, fiberglass. You know, solid wood, uh, aluminum clad wood windows. So, a wide range of products that uh, are very different from not oh, wow. long ago.
0: You've, ju- you've just listed the the menu of things that we got to talk about uh, after the break. Um, but before we do, if people need to reach uh, West Tech Windows, is the best way to, to do that?
2: Uh, toll free 877 606 1166. Okay. That's our Chilliwack branch, uh, toll free. Great. Uh, we also have an office on Quadra here in Victoria, 3942 Quadra. Great. Pop in and see those guys.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. Well, uh, hold tight, everyone. We're talking about windows and doors with Terry Adamson. We'll be back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show and I'm Tony Joe. We're talking about windows, doors, garage doors, gates, all that kind of stuff today. Basically the outside of your house. Having a great conversation about all of these things and I want to remind you guys as we come back from the break here about the Home Buyer Seminar that we have coming up Saturday, November the 16th. Everything you need to know about buying a home with all of the crew here from The Whole Home Show uh, with me, Tony Joe. November the 16th. It's free. You can sign up by looking up On Eventbrite, if you're an Eventbrite user for November the 16th in Victoria, you'll find us. Or you can go to the CFAX 1070 website, look under Shows to find us, the whole home show. You can sign up right there. We would love to see you there. Before the break, we're having a conversation with Terry Adamson. He's the technical director with West Tech Windows and also the president of Fenestration Canada. Again, Terry, thanks for coming.
2: Thank you. Happy to be
0: here. All right. Uh, Products and materials. So uh, fiberglass... Uh, vinyl, uh, we've gone come a long way from just metal, aluminum, Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean,
2: you know, the old single glazed or dual glazed aluminum frame, non-thermally broken, terrible thermal performing product, uh, lots of air leakage, uh, often corner leakage, you know, sealants weren't very good back then. Um, we've come a long way since then. Now you talk about, you know, dual glazed, uh, warm edge spacer systems, low E glass coatings. PVC frames, um, fiberglass frames, very, very efficient. Uh, Now we're getting into uh, very efficient products that push passive house levels. Mm. So you have foam filling in the frames, fiberglass reinforcing, Krypton gas now, which um, is about a ten percent improvement thermally over the old argon gas. So and lots argon of, was a big deal. Argon was a big deal. Um, yeah. You see it in all products today, yeah. and a few companies such as Westec, offer krypton. Actually,
0: let's a, talk about this. So there's there's gas in between the in between the um,
2: correct in, the in, panes. inside the sealed unit, which yeah. um, is hermetically sealed uh, spacer system, warm edge, so a non-metal spacer, and then a uh, secondary sealant around that and they're filled with either argon or krypton. Yeah, and why do they do that? Um, so argon gas and krypton gas are heavier than air. So what happens is when you fill a sealed unit with um, a gas that's heavier than air, it reduces the convective action within that sealed unit oh, interesting. and that's what improves your thermal performance.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah going that going that far for uh, thermal efficiency. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of this this conversation, especially about windows, uh, has to do with comfort,
2: right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, sitting beside a window in the wintertime, you can feel cool drafts coming off of it, uh, condensation issues, uh, just cold rooms. Now, you know, you're pushing towards a much more efficient home today, uh, less air leakage and comfort around those openings, uh, big doors. Uh, you know, very very large window systems now that are you know, they're you know not the same as what we saw thirty years ago. Um, so having a room that you can sit in that's not full of drafts and that you know at cool surfaces near the windows is is becoming a, you know a very demanding uh, item for the homeowner. Yeah, well,
0: because one of the things that, that that people need to consider is the fact that when you when you have a window in your on your wall. I mean, that's a big opening for things to happen. Yes. Right?
2: Windows have always been uh, sort of that notorious uh, weak spot within the wall thermally. Yep. Uh, you know, they're still not where, uh, you know, an R24 and an R30 wall would be. Mm-hmm. But with technologies where they are today and what we're going to see over the next few years, you know, windows are, are not that not that really bad spot that they were before. Yeah, for sure. Um,
0: I'm, something's just come to mind right now as well, and I could be wrong about this. Did I hear or read somewhere that, that there's going to be a requirement for triple glazing somewhere or something? Or is that-
2: well, yes, yes and no. Okay. Um, you know, if you look at the city of Vancouver right now, their thermal performance requirement is 1.44 U-value, uh, uh, which is how you measure window performance. Uh, that in some products is already a triple glaze situation. Um, Enercan is already talking about pushing uh, the thermal requirements lower federally. Uh, so that we're going to see changes in the next 10 years, up to 2032. Uh, will we see the you know requirements for all products to be triple glazed? You know, probably not, because we are getting improved performance in so frame materials. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So not not triple glaze won't be needed everywhere, but uh, we're going to see that certainly down the road. Yeah.
0: Now, one of the big things too, just like we talked about with garage doors is when it's not just new houses that we're talking here. A lot of people are retrofitting their older homes into newer windows. And especially with uh, you look at character houses now, there's so many styles and designs with windows now that they fit, right?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, I recently bought a a house that was built in 1978 with uh, wood dual glazed clear glass windows, yeah. um, so we've already started changing some of those, even though you know, a, a relatively good performer for its day, not a good performer today, uh, particularly um, a lot of our glass faces uh, south, so we were getting extreme heat builds uh, in the summertime, yeah. uh, so we changed out a bunch of windows and patio doors on our south elevation to control um, the heat gain. You know, so it's not all about just uh, thermal performance, keeping the heat in. You also want to keep that heat out. So, you know, when you talk about clear glass from uh, old windows from 20, 30, 40 years ago, uh, there's there's lots of things to consider uh, when you go to change those. It's not just about keeping the heat in, for example.
0: Yeah. Wow. Um, and Tech is a... Um, uh, is also based in Chilliwack, first of all, right? Yeah,
2: our, our manufacturing That's facilities are in Chilliwack, great, and then we have several showrooms, Nanaimo, Victoria, basically service the province, yeah, and uh, Alberta. And uh, we also have offices in Seattle, so we go into Washington state. Yeah, well. and
0: it's funny, you know, I, I didn't think about this one uh, when we first started talking about uh, coming on the show here because I did a renovation uh, last year or two years ago now, and I have West Tech Windows too,
1: so excellent. I'm, I'm good also to hear. Good client, <laughs> yes, good to hear.
0: Um, the different types of windows you were talking about, uh, casement windows, for instance, um, wow, people have choices.
2: Yeah, so, you know, the casement window has come a long way in the and last for 10 years. The
0: casement window is. So, a
2: casement window is one that projects out. It either, you know, swings is out, hinged yeah. on the bottom or on the sides, and it swings out, yeah. Um, you know, for West Tech, for example, you know, our, our focus is um, more new construction, high end homes. And 10 years ago, 75% of our product was sliding windows. Now 75% of our product is casement windows. So a complete shift in in the industry. And that's pretty typical um, all around the industry, Um, you know, because of the performance requirements that we're seeing. Casement windows are better performer, uh, better um, air leakage control, um, and better thermally performing.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Let's talk about doors. And Z-handle doors, too.
2: Yeah, West Tech does a full range of swing doors and folding door systems um, in either wood, um, metal clad, so aluminum clad wood, and then also fiberglass, which is a uh, very thermally efficient door, uh, so we can get um, door systems that, uh, you know, c- can compare with the window performance now.
0: And something people need to know, too, is, you know, they, they may be looking at a fiberglass door and not even knowing it's fiberglass because a- they have the texture of wood, right? Yeah, yep, be painted and, and. Yep,
2: so we do a full range of paint colors. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, uh, I think it's 26 standard colors, and then any color you want, you can bring us a, a piece of anything, and we can match the color. Uh, and then we also do full range of stain finishes on fiberglass doors. And you're right; from from a couple of feet away, you would not be able to tell it's not wood. You no, know, but the thing is, it doesn't require maintenance like no maintenance. a wood door, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um. In the house that I had built in Chilliwack, I had uh, painted fiberglass doors, and ten years after um, we built, they were, you know, they looked as good as new. Just yeah. give them a wash once a year, and yeah, great finishes.
0: Yeah, it's just amazing what's
2: happening. Lots there. of dark colors too. So black's very popular. Yeah. Um, the paint technology has come a long way as well on PVC and fiberglass products. Uh, low heat builds, where you know you can do very dark colors, and for the the product that we paint, probably sixty-five to seventy percent of that is either black or anthracite, which is a dark it's today's Styles, right? Yeah, Those very, 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 very popular, and you know, very low heat build numbers. So great performer in the, in the sun, yeah.
0: Well, that's really changed because even not that long ago, people were trying to paint their they vinyl uh, casings, and it never yeah, stopped. right? You want to
2: make sure you're using the right products, that's for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, now, turnaround time, what's it like for you guys? Like, you're obviously very busy.
2: We're very busy, uh, and it, it ranges fairly wildly depending on the product that you're looking for. You know, for example, uh, you know, white PVC slider windows a couple of weeks from, from sign-off. Uh, you know, full-blown painted passive house tilt-and-turn systems. Ten to twelve weeks mm-hmm. so it's quite a quite a broad range yeah. yeah well
0: when you're doing a custom home I mean it's' you're, you're planning that far ahead exactly anyways. yeah uh, the patio doors my goodness I got to say one of the thing, we have a house uh, on the market right now in the uplands with one of these folding like it opens up the whole uh family room to the patio because it's it how do I describe this like it's um it's not a sliding door, like it's a whole wall. Absolutely. That, oh, I love that. Big
2: openings big openings have, have really taken off. Yeah. Uh, the folding door systems, which we do a couple of different variations, are very, very popular. Um, but we actually now do a sliding multi-panel system uh, that you can actually pocket right into your wall. you So the entire door slides yeah. into the wall pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so if you want a big opening, you know, we'll do, uh, you know, I've seen systems 30, 35 feet wide, 9 feet tall. Uh, full openings, yeah. So very impressive. Yeah. Everybody wants a big opening in their in their building now.
0: Well, it's amazing that that technology exists, and we yeah. live in a in a climate that actually it's great for that. right? Absolutely, yeah, you
2: bet. Yeah,
0: because uh, yeah, the I'm sure the window business would be very different in cold climates.
2: Uh, you know, somewhat. I mean, I, I deal with a lot of fabricators across the country I'm in my role with Fenestration Canada. And, you know, a lot of what we talk about here is, is pretty typical for what they're seeing. Bigger openings, you know, bigger window systems, large uh, large patio door systems and, and folding door systems. So, you know, even though maybe our performance requirements might be a little bit less thermally, uh, pretty typical products across the country now. Yeah. I, and, and again, to garage, today is an interesting theme
0: for me anyways, because I feel the uh, garage doors and windows are often things that are uh, overlooked. You sure can tell the quality of a renovation with uh, nice windows and doors. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. And, and again, I, I moved into a house 18 months ago. It was built in 78, and the first thing I did was change the garage doors. Yeah. So it made a huge difference to the, to the look of the house. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, it's great. It's it's a great uh, time uh, to renovate. You know, there's lots of products out there. There's great performance uh, improvements that are going on. So you can... Uh Make a pretty significant change to the comfort of, comfort of your home by changing out your windows and doors.
0: Yeah, and generally speaking, they're they're a lasting. Uh, uh, um, they last as
2: well, right? Yeah, so I mean, PVC, it's not like you need to change it every five years. No, PVC frame systems, you know, they're they're going to be good for you know for 50 years at least. Yeah. Um, the technology of the sealed unit systems nowadays are you know far improved of what they were 30 years ago. You know, it, it was not uncommon to see fogged windows, Broke you know, in 10 years. Yeah. Well, now, you know, with the new warm-edge spacer systems and the sealant systems, 30, 40, 50 years is, is not going to be an issue for, for most of these new systems. Amazing. Units.
0: Well, yeah. if, if people uh, want to pop down and visit West Tech Windows, uh, you guys are on Quadra. Sir, We're right? on
2: Quadra, 3942 Quadra, and uh, Nanaimo as well. So,
0: yeah. Great, great. Uh, and if people need to contact uh, contact you or anyone, the best way to do that? Uh,
2: through our toll-free number, so yeah.
0: 877-606-1166. Great. And uh, Cam, with uh, Tedford, again, if people need to pop by, uh, your showroom currently is? Currently
1: is at Unit Number 1, 755 Van Alman Avenue.
0: Yeah, and soon to come up on Lee
1: Road. On Lee Road.
0: Fantastic. Uh, Well, great conversation about windows, doors, uh, garage doors, gates. And as a reminder to everyone as well, uh, we have our Home Buyer Seminar happening November 16th, Saturday, from 11 to 1. If you have any questions, just contact me or visit the CFAX website and find us. All the details are there. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be here for you this time next week.